0: Welcome to the series Tech Tips Podcast. We're continuing our series of short interviews about standards based grading with our very own teachers here in series.
1: I'm Grant McCormick. I'm, I've been in the district, this is my seventh year, all at Central Valley High School, and uh, I teach integrated math
0: one. Great. Well, thanks for joining us today on the Series Tech Tips podcast. First thing I want to ask you is, can you tell us um, how you uh, implement standards-based grading in your gradebook? Like, how does your grading system work in your classroom?
1: Yeah, I would say that, like, um, trying to figure out standards-based grading before a school year started and making that transition all at once is impossible, I, I think, for, at least for me. Um, and uh-huh. so it's more been like, um, how, do, how do I you know, keep doing what I've been doing with using the 50 to 100 scale Mm -hmm. um, so that, you know, I have my system of giving kids the feedback that they're used to. Mm -hmm. But then um, on the side, uh, playing around with the proficiency scale uh, tasks, I believe they're called in Infinite campus, to record information uh, that I can use at a later time Mm -hmm. once a learning progression has ended to see if, that matches what the uh, accuracy based percentage score uh, would give. And you know, if there is some misalignment there, it is going to give me some thought for uh, how to it, which grade is the more accurate one? And then would I maybe override that student's grade if I felt like the standards-based one was more accurate?
0: Great, great. So it sounds like you're you're kind of in a transition phase. Absolutely. And I think we all are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know I don't have all the answers either. But um, but so, yeah, so I, I, if I hear you, what you're saying correctly, you know, you're going to be looking at the proficiency scale scores that you're giving the students now. Mm-hmm. And you've got an eye kind of on the future, maybe, you know, future semester, maybe next semester, maybe next year. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So... Um, so tell us what settings, like, are you using Infinite Campus? Like, when you're do- putting these 1, 2, 3, 4s in the proficiency scales, is there any roll-up calculation? No, oh, okay. not
1: at this point. Um, oh, okay. Because my in-progress grades are in the report card task as they traditionally have been. Mm, okay. Um, it's just a way, I'm using the proficiency scales more as a way to store information and uh-huh. then to, you know, I, would, I maybe at times I would probably... See what the calculation would be, but Mm -hmm. I don't want the kids Mm -hmm. to be confused by. Yeah, I I guess I could probably set that to calculate, and Mm -hmm. since I haven't chosen that on the grade calc options, it won't affect their grade. Right. Um, Right. I was. I think at first I was worried about that before I realized that. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I don't want to confuse the kids with 2 di- the fact that I do have two different systems right now.
0: You're putting those proficiency scale uh, scores into the proficiency scale grading tasks, mm-hmm. and I assume the students can see those on their portal, or, or can they?
1: I, I believe so, but mm-hmm. I haven't actually guided them to try to figure that out because yeah. I'm trying to figure it out, and I need right, to figure it out right, before right. I show them how it works.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. Has this has this changed at all the conversations that you're having with students?
1: Um, in terms of the grading, not really. Um, mm-hmm. But in terms of uh, like we our first unit was a brand new unit with brand new curriculum. So wasn't fully able to use the proficiency scales as much as I would have liked to with them. Mm-hmm. Um, starting a new unit now, having done that unit in. The uh, past year that is not new to us, mm-hmm. um, that's the one where it's like, okay, now I feel more confident in, like, sh- sharing the proficiency skills with kids and mm-hmm. saying, here's where we're going with things and um, trying to engage them in the progress monitoring of it. That, that's that been good, but um, no conversation on the grading yet, mm-hmm. so they don't fully understand that because I don't fully understand right, that. Right,
0: right, right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I heard you say, have you given the students the proficiency scale for this new unit that you've started? Yes. Like you've actually given them the, is it the same one that the coaches gave us or is it like maybe, a, did you make like a student friend, friendly version?
1: It is It is the one that um, was given to us. Okay. Um, and but and I, I had given a lot of thought of like, how do I make it more student friendly? Mm-hmm. And um, I decided that uh, I'm just gonna uh, I'm not gonna know that until I see how they respond to this one so mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. I, I do think that I would I'm going to make student friendly versions in the yeah. future. It's just that I awesome. wouldn't know what to what the right pr- approach to that would be just
0: yet. Anything else that you wanted to talk to us about about your grades? um
1: yeah I, I think so what I said about um, about just kind of storing it just storing it for information i have like kind of given thought about like mm-hmm. what is the conversion there um mm. and because uh if you ask me if, or, you know when you're talking about a four point scale mm-hmm. i think a lot of people uh can see that as matching what people understand from gpas and that mm-hmm. alignment and right. based on looking at proficiency scales and them being fairly uh, consistent across the board in terms of the requirements of students in the different levels and Mm -hmm. seeing that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um like a a three to me is not a b Mm -hmm. it it's an a or an a minus uh depending Mm -hmm. on you know how much maybe was required of them yeah and so i've been kind of playing around with some conversion factors to kind of see if like hey what what percentages would each level align to in Mm -hmm. the 5100 Mm -hmm. because um as the math teacher, uh, yeah. the 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 spectrum of it, I guess, is is appealing. Not that you know, just for just to help me understand it, I guess, mm-hmm. because I can't look at a level four, a level three, a level two, and a level one and say like, "Hey, that that's that great, And like, how would you average that with uh, um, achievement in between? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even touching the the mm-hmm. two point five kind right, of thing. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I, me either. Yeah. I would I would I would say like, "Hey, I mean, the, the proficiency scales have you know different." numbers of targets in them potentially. And so Mm -hmm. I've played around with seeing like, hey, if a level three is 92% Mm -hmm. um, and a level two is a 75%, then what if they get one of those uh, check boxes in the level three and only one in the level two and Mm -hmm. seeing how that would average. And so far um, I've liked what I've seen from it, but I just haven't gotten far enough in the year to see Mm -hmm. how it's averaged multiple proficiency scales. Right,
0: right, right, yeah. Well, uh, thanks a lot for joining us today. Of course. Uh, Grant, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us about grades. And, uh, Always fun. And help us fun. think through all the uh, all the ins and outs of standards-based grading. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. I'd like to thank Grant McCormick for joining us for today's episode of the Series Tech Tips podcast. For more information about standards-based grading, you can visit our website at seriesedtech.net forward slash grading for growth. Until next time, this is Brian Wise. Stay techie.